Welcome to a couple of Rad Techs podcasts where we bring you an inside look at the world of radiology from the unique perspective of a married couple of radiologic technologists. Together, we have years of experience, exactly 30 years in the field, and we are here to demystify the science of medical imaging. Radiology is the unsung hero of the medical field, providing doctors with crucial images and information that help diagnose and treat illnesses. Join us as we explore the latest techniques, technologies, and innovations in radiology and discover the vital role we play in the healthcare industry. So come along for the ride as we share our passion for radiology as a married couple confetti popper oh i gotta work on that <laughs> i've gotta work on that okay i love it yes put my phone over here hello everyone and welcome to let's chit chat wellness and travel. I am Chandria Singleton with Healthy Trails Living, and we are back for another episode. We are live with our video and audio, and we're also going to be doing a replay on our podcast. So if you want to check out our podcast, we are on all the channels, Spotify, we are on uh, everything, Apple Music, check us out over there and leave us a nice review. But we're going to get into our conversation today and welcome our guests. We have Chelsea with us of CLW Fit. She is like mega, mega Zumba queen here. So <laughs> Kelsey, welcome to the program and introduce yourself. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here and I am not shy about saying this is my first podcast and it's a huge goal of mine. So, so excited to be here. Thank you, Chandria, for inviting me. What's up, y'all? I'm Chelsea Lane Weinstein. I am currently in Baltimore, but a Long Island girl at heart. I have a fitness and a marketing company, and I just love all things entrepreneurship. It's crazy, but that's how I like it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we are both in the health space, but I love how you talked about your marketing space as well, because we're going to talk about all of that. How do you balance wellness, health, movement? You are like queen of Zumba. And we talked about that on IG yesterday. I've seen all your IG videos and your reels. You guys have a great time, but you also have turned that passion in social media over to marketing. So that yes. takes a lot. That's a whole nother brain cell. Um, and I want to know how do you keep it all you know, together and balanced? Because that's important. A lot of our listeners juggle you know, being balanced. Many people wear, as you say, a lot of crowns. Mm -hmm. hats and crowns. <laughs> I have not forgotten that. But many people wear different hats and crowns. So how do they balance it all? Uh, as a health coach, I see people that actually focus so much on making money instead yeah. of focusing on, you can do both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You know, I say right. the same thing, you know, I meet people that are like, oh, I got to focus on my spiritual. But yeah, you don't focus on your physical. You can do both. It, 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 it's Absolutely. not hard, you know, but you sometimes need a little direction. So how do you do that? How, how do you make that happen? Yeah. So balance is a huge piece and it is certainly something that takes a lot of navigating and a lot of practice. Um, I grew up dancing my entire life. So it is just part of my being to move. So in my adult life, it's become just my lifestyle. I don't say I'm going to work out for three months because I have a special event coming up. It is the key part of my mental well-being and physical well-being. And that's aside from having a team that actually earns income. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I am moving no matter what. 
And I do structure my day around movement because when I when I don't move, I'm not the kindest. I'm not my best self. And it's just important to always squeeze it in because you can spend so much time fighting and battling with yourself about what workout to do or when to do it or, you know, all the other stressors that could play into it. Meanwhile, you could have gotten a 20 minute efficient workout in if you had a coach or the proper schedule or something that could help you towards that balance and make it a little bit more convenient for you. Yeah, I think that's so important. So let's ask this question. How did you get into your niche, uh, your your specific area? Let's talk about health and wellness first. How did you go there? Yeah, so I started, as you mentioned, in Zumba. When I got to college, I was missing my competitive dance self that danced seven days a week for six plus hours a day. So when I got to college, I was obviously feeling that mentally, physically, and I went to a class and I said, I can do this. So after I started teaching Zumba, that was the... that was in the college itself. So that was college kids. But then when I graduated and kind of entered the gym world, group fitness, um, I had have had participants of all ages, shapes, sizes, and I love them. But now currently in my um, fitness community that I teach, I would say it's just a busy woman who is looking for a convenient, structured routine. So we have people from 21 to 73. So niche, wow. niche is very specific, but I, I'd like to broaden it just a little bit to a busy woman who's looking to empower herself and be with some fun individuals. And that's important because it's so interesting. I got into my niche of health coaching. I started, yeah. uh, you know, it was first me. I was, I was ill. I wasn't well. And I was trying to get myself healthy. And as a healthcare yeah. worker, I worked in the medical field for over 20 years and we work a lot of hours, 12, 14 hours. I used to work first and second shift, sometimes second and third. Wow. You know, go yeah. from third to first, you know, pull weekenders, you know, especially when then you get called in. So my clock was totally off, which affected my liver. It affected, we don't realize how not taking care of ourselves, even if things are priority, we have to work, right? You know, we've got to pull some income in, but it could actually be doing us harm the way we And so I was able to focus on my health and I saw how food played a big part, my choices of food, but also my activity level, how I got moving, how often I got moving, what level of activity I did. Yeah. And also, you know, my de-stressing, you know, not, we're going to talk about self-care too, but not stressing, you know, about things that you just have no control over and getting that water in, you've got to drink your water. (laughs) Eight (laughs) minimum, eight minimum of these a day. How many ounces are those? This is 62. Oh, and see, okay, we're going to talk about that. That's good, right? (laughs) That's amazing because people say you drink that much. Most people think I drink a gallon. I'm good. For most people, we need more than that. I can't drink a gallon. My eyes start to get dry. I start to get a little brain fog. If I'm only drinking a gallon, I need a little bit more. I sweat a lot. I'm active a lot. I'm moving. Same here. I'm a camel. I like to say I'm a camel. (laughs) Like if I'm with, I go with that. I go with my drug. I call it everywhere. And my family and friends make fun of me, but I'm just, I'm like, I got to hydrate. I keep one in my car on the, each cup holder has one. I have one in my cup holder, my truck in the middle. My husband keeps one in his car. I've even got him on board. 
We take field trips on Mondays to Whole Foods and we refill our water bottles. Love it. Like, I'm going the to go Whole Foods today. We sure are going to Whole Foods. But so so that's how I got into my niche. Um, healthcare workers started asking me, hey, how is your skin so clear or your hair is so shiny because I have natural hair and I mm-hmm. don't use products. Like people wonder what products do you use? Yeah. I don't use products. I use food on my hair. Actually, you know, I'm going to actually do that and show people what I use, but I use yeah. avocado, olive oil, coconut oil, real so food cool. here. I always have, but I also put real food in my body, you know, majority of the time I eat processed foods, you know, I, I, I eat like everybody else, but majority of the time I try to be conscious of what goes into my body. So that way what shows is healthier, you know, and how I feel is better. And that's how I got into my niche. It was helping healthcare workers. And then this whole world changed on us and I started getting on social media and I started seeing there were so many people out there that struggled with how to. They knew what they needed to do, but the how to and doing it was the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really think that once 2020 happened, a lot of people had to prioritize with their mindset and their perspective, which those two things are crucial just to your overall overall progression. Um, And there were days that were, you know, paralyzing and there were days where you felt maybe a little bit better. There were days that felt okay. You know, I I think it's important that you, we question, you know, the mindset and the perspective, because that's certainly a huge part of what keeps us all going. So when we talk about movement, uh, yeah. why? Because I have my opinion of why movement is so important. One thing that I see that I struggle with, what my clients struggle with is getting moving. People hear the word exercise and it's like, oh, run the other way, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, so a lot of times we change that word to make people feel comfortable and say yeah. movement. But mm-hmm. really it's exercise. The bottom line is we have to get moving. I interviewed a physical, a doctor of physical therapy on my Zoom show one Sunday. And he talked about, you know, how we have to keep the body lubricated and loose. And when we don't move, our joints are not lubricating. Our body Mm -hmm. is meant to, it's like a hinge kind of work. You know, your joints Mm -hmm. are there to, you know, lubricate and move. And they only do that by us getting moving, getting exercise. Our body needs a certain amount. So let me ask you, how important is movement to your clients? And how do you, um, help them to see that without being fearful, like, oh no, she's, she's going to want me killing it in a gym all the time. Yeah. So movement is crucial to, of course, myself. I wouldn't, I wouldn't coach if I didn't believe it myself, but for, I would say my clients and my, my teammates, um, I try to project that it's about fun and that it's not that serious. I think a lot of people get the fear when they're hesitant to get started that it's going to be that they're going to fail and it's going to hurt and they'll be sore. And I try to change that around to say it's going to be really fun. Like you're in the comfort of your own home. We're going to dance. We're going to laugh. And it's really for, you know, someone's benefit just to come out of the workout on the other side, feeling accomplished. And it is a total shift in just being proud of yourself and like being kind to yourself. I think we wake up and we sometimes look at ourselves, and I'm like, Oh, my hair looks awful today. No. How about say something nice to yourself? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if we did, if we all did that more often, we would be a lot more successful. So going back to your question, just keeping 
it's fun, not that serious, and just promoting like longevity and just something every day that will just benefit you for a longer period of time, long term. Long term, because I tell my clients, you know, what is it you, I like to dance. I'm a dancer. Mm-hmm. I like to dance. I like to lift weights. I love Pilates. I, I pretty much have mm-hmm. trained myself to, I don't like cardio that much. I honestly don't like sure. cardio, but I know I have to get it in because you could be skinny and have poor heart, you know, function and cardio. Mm-hmm. So I've got to put my cardio in as well, but mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of it. So what do I do for it? I, I do a hit every now and then, like once a week I do hit. Um, but I also do Zumba. I love anything dancing, um, hula hooping, those kind of things that can cardio up. Yeah. So I have I, a good I, class for you. I, oh. we, we do a class in Sizzle, my virtual team, that's called Heartbeat Heat. And it's half Zumba, Zumba first to get the heart rate up. So once you're in the fat burning zone, then we do 15 minutes of weights. So it's, oh, wow. it's, it's tricky, but you yeah. leave drenched and it's, it's awesome. And it's not that, you know, sometimes hardcore cor- cardio that I love to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tell you, I'm a Pilates girl. Cause I was years, but I try to help my clients to see, you know, find out what it is you honestly will do. That's yeah. the you know, don't do something. Yeah. Don't do something. You know, you're not going to do. Don't say I'm going to hit the gym every week and run a treadmill. I'm not going to run on a treadmill. I, I personally don't run on treadmills. They hurt my knees and my ankles. I am not a runner. I, I, it is a goal of mine to do like the Disney half marathon just to kind of check the box, but that's long way down the road. Not now. <laughs> yeah. I had a bunch of friends do it right before COVID. They all went and then they all oh, came back good. sick, sick. That's when we all found out about, you know, oh my gosh. Yeah. COVID. They all were like, we're all, we're all sick. They didn't know why, um, but they had a great time and they yeah. got their ears and everything. So I'm going to do the next one with them. Now, how important is movement, in your opinion, to your mental? We'll take mental first. Sure. Oh, my gosh. I mean, going back to just taking the step to not battle with your own self, because we all have insecurities. We all have things we don't love, but that all of those conflicts with ourselves prevents us sometimes from making the healthiest choice. Mm -hmm. And I think it's this huge block that a lot of people don't talk about enough and there aren't enough tools out there that can help people just kind of initially just say, yes, like I'm going to move today so that I have a clear mind. My stress is released. I did something for myself and it's all this validation so that you don't, you don't start your day feeling stressed and anxious and worried. And it's just a release. It's a huge exhale. And I think people who do move consistently understand how it is such a staple within mental health as well. Um, And I think it's just so important just to not fight with yourself and do it. And just, you'll never regret a workout. Never. Yeah. Even when I finish and I'm like, I can barely come out of my garage. And you're and like, and I'm like, but I feel great. I feel yes. like it's like my blood is pumping. I feel really good. Mm-hmm. I know research has shown that exercise and mental health go hand in hand. They're paired up. Yeah. You know, negative yeah. emotions, anxiety, your mood all mm-hmm. are benefited when you put some form of exercise in. I'm not going to shy away from the word exercise. I'm not, you know, I say movement sometimes. It depends on who I'm talking to. Sure. But the bottom line of it is, it's exercise. You yeah, know? those two words are synonyms. I mean, yeah. they, they're a family. So. Yeah, and they're not bad words. You know, yeah. they, they exercise is to 
for us, it should be a fun thing, a happy thing. If you're doing doing it and you're not enjoying it, you're doing the wrong form of exercise for you. Right. Some, Some people, people, like I know there's a lot of people who love to box. Yeah. Um, that's really awesome. Uh, there's one right up the road where I do my small group coaching. And, you know, it is totally about kind of experimenting. And thanks to COVID, um, there's so many virtual options where you can try it if, if you feel embarrassed, if you don't want to go somewhere, if you don't want to commit financially to a right. gym. There are so many free options that you can try. And then once you're like, ooh, I really like this, start small, small attainable goals. Those are excellent. And I want to talk about the physical. We talked about the mental benefit, the physical benefit, of course. Everyone loves to work out for the physical. That's why some people put exercise above proper eating, proper sleep, proper, because they think that if they exercise, 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 kill it in a gym, it's just going to make all these changes physically. And you might for a period of time, but that's not really Mm -hmm. sustainable. It has to be the pillars, which is healthy eating, all of that water that Chelsea showed. (laughs) (laughs) You know, a good mindset, mental, Mm -hmm. you know, just your, your mind, your stress, all balanced. But it's important to know that exercise and movement do affect you physically. I, I think about a client that I have. He um, has lost 90 pounds since. Good for him. February, since February. Um, medications, his doctor has taken him off medications he's been on for 15 years. Incredible. Love it. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And he's happy. He is genuinely happy. He's like, mm. I've never felt this way in my life that I can remember. So awesome. And he told me, he said, I'm doing a hundred sit-ups a day. He said, I, I dropped All right. on the floor one time and we, he and, he and his wife couldn't pick it up. And he said that right there told me I need to do something different. Mm-hmm. And now he can do over a hundred sit-ups now. And now he has his brother and his daughter, his son-in-law, like he's got his own little tribe together. I love it. Really healthy. And that's what movement does, not only physically, but I think when you start, I know for me, when I start doing Pilates, it sculpts my body a different way. Yeah. When I lift weights, it sculpts my body a different way. Mm-hmm. Different exercises make you see yourself in a whole new light. And I'm like, ooh, I yes. like do it for me. And it makes me want to get up out of that bed and run to the garage and get yes. those ropes and start doing it. You know, I love how, it. exercise in your opinion, how, how has it helped your clients physically? How has the physical helped them? Yeah. So speaking of client wins, I was just with um, a girl I've been working with for over, um, it's been like at least seven years now. Shout out to Julie. She has diabetes and she's saying how she just bought a new pair of dumbbells that, you know, at first the, the eight pound weights were, you know, hard, very challenging. And now she just got a, fi- a pair of 15s. So like, it's just the progression and, even if it's not this ideal magazine, you know, box that people put themselves in, like it, it needs to be for what that person wants, everyone's goals. And I know myself growing up dancing, like I was always very muscular, but once I started lifting weights, I dropped weight. Like I was not always very toned and it really affected my body different differently. And like, I have asthma and 
people have called me the energizer bunny and I am thankful that I have, you know, the capacity (laughs) to still move as much as I do, but I just need to keep going for a long time. I want to have kids. I want to stick around for a while and be this energetic for myself, for my family and for my fit fam. So it's, it's important for just to kind of keep going. Yeah, the physical, I, I don't want to skip the physical part because who doesn't like to look in the mirror and say, well, sure. look, at my, look at my biceps or like, you know, Ooh, tricep popping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I do. I'm sitting there going, oh man, oh, I can see the muscle down my thigh. You know, Absolutely. like, damn. I you mean, it's, it's, intr- it's extrinsic motivation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to see those benefits if you commit to a routine and you eat healthy and, and it's definitely... Yeah. Almost more in the kitchen that, you know, having both is very important. Well, you just transitioned us over to our other question. So healthy eating. We talked about movement. We talked about, you know, drinking water. That's not all. We have to eat healthy. So in your opinion, how has healthy eating helped you, helped your clients? And what role do you think that it plays in with movement also? Sure. So absolutely staying hydrated is huge for me. Um, my husband and I like to, he's the, he's the chef. I did not get the cooking gene. My dad's a chef, but like didn't get passed down. So I'm very blessed. My husband is an awesome cook and we try to do, um, very healthy, quick, efficient meals, like Monday through Friday. Like mm-hmm. we'll plan it out. We meal prep, which is a very common thing in the health and wellness industry. So we know we're going to eat and our um, grocery lists are planned two weeks out. So there's no guesswork and there's no, let's just get Chipotle. Right. But like, if you want Chipotle, eat freaking Chipotle, like get the guac and do your thing. But when you have goals that you want to reach, whether it's, you know, this big overarching goals or just your small wins that you're just trying to attain day by day, plan. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? So eating healthy fuels your body to do the things that are going to help you feel your best. And that's probably my best answer. Do I love charcuterie and red wine? Absolutely. Of course. (laughs) Am I moving six days a week for over 45 minutes? Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's totally a balance, which is, it always tips and it's never perfect, but as long as you have some kind of a plan and you enjoy yourself, you stay on this very healthy, moving, you know, wheel, hamster wheel. <laughs> yeah, I love that because it's so interesting that some people think that it's one or the other. I can't have this, I have to give up this. Yeah. Like diet mentality has taught people. And I try to help people to see that depending on your lifestyle is how you should eat. Yeah. You know, yeah. If you're sedentary, then of course you can't eat Pizza Hut all the time or, you know, or even Chipotle. I, I, yeah. I took some clients to a restaurant and it was a healthy restaurant and we went and they went and they were like, oh my goodness. And they got sour cream. They got everything on their cheese, loads of cheese. And I'm like, I just got the vegetable bowl and a vegetable yeah. burrito with some other things. And they were like, oh, I should have not gotten that, but I'm not going to tell you. I want you to make choices. So as we went on and we started doing those restaurant business together, they started to learn I don't have to have those things that cause inflammation every time. Yes. My bowl doesn't have to be this high. My mm-hmm. bowl could be right here and I'm still satisfied. And that's a, a change that we have to understand. Healthy eating, number one, is not expensive. 
That's the one thing I like to help people see. It's not expensive. And you just showed how it isn't expensive by planning out your meals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is like when I've had friends and family kind of just say like, you know, how much is your grocery bill? You know, sometimes you compare and, you know, we say it's X amount, but it's for two weeks. My husband is a freak about Costco. So we do love Costco. Great ingredients there. Nice. Um, so we'll get the huge thing of broccoli always. The six things of, you know, bell peppers and we'll chop them up and we'll freeze them. So they're ready for the stir fry and the romaine that where we make three to four salads a week. So like we do buy a lot in bulk, but it's planned out and it's cost efficient. So you're absolutely right about it being, you know, not this Trader Joe's like, organic everything because that is a big bill I yeah understand. yeah and we grow a lot of our stuff i when i went so it, cool yeah i started growing because i was like if i juice three times a day i don't think i can afford this so i don't feel like get another job just for my food so i was like okay i had to plan like back to your point you have to plan out you know what you want for your goals and my goal mm-hmm. was to really reset my body yeah. And to be able to eat real food. And I said, now I know I can't eat everything organic, but these are my things I'm going to eat organic. Sure. And these it's just non-negotiable. Yeah. But then everything else, you know, if I wash it good enough and at least I'm getting it in. And then I started buying at farmer's markets. Then I said, well, why don't you just grow it yourself? We lived, yeah. on, we lived on two acres at the time. It's like, why don't you just grow it yourself? Feeling like a popsicle in the hospital? Well, ditch the hospital chills. Scrubmates, a base layer designed by a healthcare professional, understands the struggles of staying warm. Keep yourself toasty and your valuables secure with convenient zipper pockets. Support a small female-owned business and try Scrubmates today. You'll get 15% off your order using my code, RADTEX, at checkout. Thanks, Scrubmates, for bringing us this episode of a couple of RADTEX podcasts. Now let's get into the episode. So cool. And then you were like, I have a green thumb. You figured that out. And I figured out I did. And it was actually easier. And it was so fulfilling, um, you know, mentally. I'm sure that's probably very therapeutic, right? A lot of the gardeners, I know. That's great. It saved me a lot. So, you know, I try to help my clients to see, you know, cooking your own food. It doesn't have to be you're in the kitchen stuck all the time. I'm the queen of five ingredient meals. All right. That's good. That's up my alley. (laughs) I don't want to be in the kitchen for hours. Five ingredients or less, maybe six or seven, if that includes my salt and pepper. (laughs) Yeah, right. And your olive oil. (laughs) And and olive oils. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you can keep it simple and still satisfying and tasty. And don't be afraid to reach out and get support. Like you said, you know, coaching, get into some Facebook groups where you have you know, support systems of people sharing recipes, you know, mm-hmm. people willing to help each other. This worked for me. Maybe you should try this, you know, yeah. this for a family member. So tons of those out there. For sure. And I think you're the expert for sure. But it, it, it really does start with healthy swaps too. Like going to Chipotle, I get brown rice, more vegetables, a little bit of sour cream, guac, you know, because I, I guac. And I'll balance it like that. But it's like some people don't know like which ingredients are better for you and not. So that's where your expertise comes in for someone looking for me. I just have a friend of mine posted on Instagram the other day. If she had to give up pizza, ice cream, donut, and I think it was candy or something. I don't know what it's for. 
it wasn't candy. It was just four things that most mm-hmm. people look at as junk food. And she was like, which one would you give up? And I was like, none of them. Yeah. I would just make them healthier. I, there you go. I like pizza. <laughs> I'm not giving it up. I just make it healthier or find a place that can cook it healthier. Very cool. Yeah. So many pla- Blaze Pizza is one of them. I love Blaze. Have you ever eaten Blaze Pizza? Yes. There's one in Baltimore. It's good. Oh, so good. I get there. I build my own vegan pizza. It is amazing. And this is not a shout out for them, but I just had to say that because I. <laughs> You're my like, first, this is not an ad. <laughs> no, this is not an ad. This is just my. Maybe <laughs> It is so good. Like I had to get on Twitter and tweet them. This is the best pizza. I love it. That's great. No, anybody without pizza. I mean, I get it if it's not your thing, but pizza is is happiness. It's my thing. It's my thing. It is definitely my thing. So lastly, what top tip would you leave our audience with? Because this conversation has been very good and full of tips. But Mm -hmm. what's your one thing that you would like the audience to take away from Sizzle and Hustle Virtual Studio Chelsea Weinstein? That my tip is just to literally just conceptualize. If you guys could see me, I'm grabbing my brain and just take what makes you feel what your best and put that at, into an action plan. So if I know I'm my best after an hour coaching session with my team, that and I know like that I need to do that. I'm going to take the steps and I'm going to just implement them. And if it's, oh my gosh, like I just want to try eating healthier, have whatever makes you happy and then just put it into a plan, write a list. I have post-its all around me, just implement and simplify and don't be too hard on yourself because when you think you're quote failing, it's really just part of the process. Like it's not a linear straight step to the top. Like it's going to be loop de loop. (laughs) And every single day, if you give yourself grace and you have the mindset that you're going to do better and better and better and progress and evolve, then that's just the beauty of the story. So my tip in a long winded answer is find what makes you happiest and turn that into an action plan that you're going to implement. That was good. It goes kind of along with my tip is uh, just be consistent. Yeah. Whatever it is that you do, set, set a goal and take it, take one goal at a time. Don't try to take on too many. I have, I used to have the habit of grabbing a whole bunch of things and filling it up and saying, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, but it's like, just take one. Yeah. Simple, attainable goals. Like yeah. that is, and showing up, showing up is a huge yeah. deal. Like being, in this industry, there are some days where you are going to want to maybe choose an unhealthier food, but now you know that would make you feel good and you're very, you know, regimented in your routine. And same for me. If I, if I don't show up, I know I'm not going to be as kind or as productive or sleep as well that night because I haven't expended the type of energy I normally do. You have to show up even when you don't want to. And that will just turn into this beautiful, consistent journey and you'll learn a lot about yourself. I think that is so interesting when you said sleep. It it says something one time, my husband and I, we were like, oh, we didn't plan our food. What are we going to eat? And we're like, if we choose that, we are not going to sleep well. We're not going to wake up next morning. So we were like, no, let's just make a shake and go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's so true how it just affects you, especially when you are consistent. And then when you throw off your body, it knows. Uh, You know what I mean? So 
just staying on the right path. And of course you, you go off the road right. a little bit sometimes. But yeah, but you bounce back quick. For sure. And as long as you choose to bounce back and show up, it it goes right back like riding a bike. <laughs> so I love to do this last thing on my segment of my podcast because we do talk about travel. Uh, my husband and I love to travel. We've been to 20 or 21 countries together. Uh, when I was young, my mother always encouraged us to travel, travel, travel. You have all the time in the world to get married, travel, travel, travel. And I did that. And when I got married, I said to my husband, you got to travel. I, I like <laughs> You're myself. coming with me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will go by myself. I will. But uh-huh. I want you to go with me. And my husband loves to travel. So um, awesome. let me ask you, our favorite place, we have a lot, but so far, I would say it's Bali. Bali has been our favorite spot. What is your favorite spot and why? That's amazing. Sounds like a long plane ride. My favorite place, my favorite place on earth is Turks and Caicos. I mentioned this last night on Instagram on our live, but it is just that their tagline for the country is beautiful by nature. And I describe it as better without sunglasses. And it is just absolutely impeccable heaven on earth so go to my ig and scroll my feed and you're gonna see that turks koi's water and just want to book your next trip <laughs> and it's it so gorgeous. i looked at it after our ig live and i was like i want to be there now i want to yes. go now but soon 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 absolutely it, it, so you guys are know. not following chelsea please follow her and you will see sizzle and Hustle Virtual Studio. Chelsea, do you have any programs that you would like to share with our listening audience? Yes, I'd love to. So Sizzle is our virtual fitness community. We have over 50 women on the East Coast, but we can absolutely go further than that. Uh, We meet four times a week live and all the workouts are also on demand. So you can replay them at any time. If you go to clwfit.com, session 15 is coming up and there's going to be a special gratitude attitude referral program coming out just for the season of giving back. So be sure to check out my website and you'll see sizzle session 15 promo out soon. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I am always doing uh we actually just wrapped up uh, a health and wellness web- webinar and boot camp. On, uh, just helping people know their numbers. That was so important to me, but we're always doing group coaching. I have my detox program. It's always going up. It's a group coaching program running every month. We start a new and you are welcome to join our detox program. And just as we end, we want to thank Chelsea with CLW Fit. Check her out on Instagram. And are you on LinkedIn or any other platforms where they could check you out at? Yep. You can find CLW Fitness on Facebook and anything else you need is on, again, clwfit.com. You can contact me there. I'd love to connect with you guys. Chandria, you're such a pleasure. I love chatting with you. Let's get on that series so we can talk more. And even real live boot camps with your programming. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, let's, let, we're going to continue this. We had a breakout room and a master class, and we just hit it off. And I'm mm-hmm. like, we can do some things yet. This is how things happen. You know, we just yeah. hit it off. Our conversations are like we've met before. Mm-hmm. And I love having guests like that. Thanks, Rob, for joining us. It's always good to have you on. Rob Barry, he's amazing. 
Uh, and anyone else that is listening, thank you so much. And we're going to be back, Chelsea and I, COW Fit and Healthy Trust Living. We're going to do a month-long series. And we'll we'll let you guys know. So stay tuned. Yes. And uh, we're going to bring it. If you enjoyed this, please like, share, comment, give us a review on the podcast. And thanks again, everyone, for joining us. Thank you all so much. It was such a pleasure. See you guys next time. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. This is just one of the many free resources I offer to my clients to dump unhealthy habits and begin living. Be sure to visit my website for more free resources and health coaching. Again, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with others so they can join the Let's Chit Chat podcast. Have a great day, you guys. See you next episode.